I want to thank all my listeners coming from the USA, Canada, Mexico, um, Brazil, Australia, Austria, um, New Zealand, um, Ireland, England, all over. So, you know, if I, if I miss your country, um, don't charge it to my heart, charge it to my head. Um, but today's podcast is entitled Syndication, and we have a great uh, guest today coming all the way from uh, Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin. Today is December the 2nd, 2020. If you haven't already done so, uh, if you're on anchor.fm or Spotify, please share, spread the word about this real estate podcast. Um, if you're on Anchor, please show appreciation by hitting the hand clap uh, button. Also, if you want to ask a question or uh, you want to know know whatever whatever question pops to your mind, um, you can contact me by message on anchor.fm. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in to today and helping this podcast grow. Hopefully, I can be on more uh, podcasts, um, syndications in the future, and not just Anchor.fm and, and Spotify, but I do uh, appreciate them for their platform. Today's uh, spotlight artist is uh, Jonah Lucas, and today's song uh, by Jonah Lucas is called Evolution. Well, before you leave, I want you to tell me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to change the world. I don't want to be like these other kids. I want to be my own boss. I don't want to work for nobody. What do I look like taking orders from people? I want to do things that were never done before. I want my legacy to live forever. I want to make sure my kids are straight and my kids' kids' kids are straight. You feel me? I want to expand my brain, but I'm trapped in prison. Got me shackled up with chains for the maxi sentence. I'm trying to get out my ways to bring me back to senses And maybe teach myself some game and turn my rags to riches mm. Ain't no excuses, we all started the battle Gotta learn to speak your truth Mr. Brock Morgison, uh, and I'm saying your uh, last name correct Morgison, is it? Is it? Yes, that's right, yes uh, Representing uh, his company Smart Asset um, Capital And I think you have, uh, the company has a, a revenue of what, $8.4 million? Okay, and uh, you're coming out of uh, Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin, and uh, for all my my listeners uh, around the around the globe, basically, uh, and the ones that tune in for the first time, um, I do small end uh, real estate, and so you know, eight million is on the on the higher end. So you have bringing my listeners knowledge that basically I can't bring them, and so um, if any of my listeners have any questions, uh, you can hit me on. Um, anchor.fm and I'll try to get them answered to you uh, for you and um, so the first one will be uh, basically what is it that your uh, your company does yeah so essentially what our company does is uh, it's referred to as syndication um, and essentially what, what that means is our business model is we, we target larger deals whether that be normally multifamily and part of buildings are our main May asset, but um, you know we've done some industrial, retail, office, different things like that. But any any asset class. But that being said, you go after these larger deals. Um, you bring in your own equity as well as partner with other investors. So it's a form of partnership. Um, and then inside of that, there's also splits um, 
Um, so say, so as an example, say you have two partners, um, and the three of you make up the general partnership group. You guys go out and do all the, all the work. You find the deal, you put together the financing, you manage the deals, and then you might put some of your own money in and then meanwhile raise money from investors for the rest of it. And then there'll be an equity split. So a common one is 70-30. So that says every dollar that comes in, whether that be through cash flow, uh, sale, refinance, 70% goes to the limited partners, the investors, and 30% goes to the general partners, those, those three people I mentioned. Um, and that 30% would be considered uh, the sweat equity, right? Your, your free equity for doing all of the work. Uh, and on top of that, there's additional fees people will charge. But that's kind of high level what, what syndication is. Okay. Um, and what what inspired your company uh, for you? To, well, I guess I said, what uh, inspired you to start your business? Yeah, kind of. So I got started I got started a few years ago, and uh, I started with the duplex, right? Like a lot of people, I started with, uh, with the house hacking model where I was living in one unit, renting out the other, uh, living for free, which is, which is a great way to get started. I always tell people it's a great, great way to get into real estate uh, for relatively low costs, and it teaches you a lot. Um, so I started, started like that. And from there, I really spent some time, you know, I, I caught the real estate bug and I decided I wanted, I wanted to, you know, go, go further down that path. So, right. So I spent some time, um, deciding which path I wanted to go down. I spent, spent a little while trying to figure out if I could book some houses or do the wholesaling thing. That really quite worked out for me. Um, but then I came across the, the concept of syndication, right, that I was explaining and, that kind of stuck and it kind of stood out to me as something I could, I could really build a business around. So from there, I spent, I spent, you know, six months to a year just really learning everything I could about, uh, about it. Specifically, uh, I focused on one piece of analyzing deals. I figured, let me kind of focus on one piece of, of the process. And then uh, once I become a fluent in that piece, I can go out and partner with other investors that, that might like that piece. Okay. That's exactly what I did. Six months to a year later, I felt confident about analyzing deals. Went out, partnered with the right people, and uh, we scaled up from there. So, you're, are you, um, I guess, more like the, um, so say if I have a, um, a business idea of dealing with real estate, or maybe I have a, um, say, a, a apartment building or a complex I want to invest in, if I don't have the, the capital, I go to you and you connect me to other uh, people that are looking to invest but may not have the money uh, also or um, like what so you're you so like it's I won't say uh, so you said I won't say crowdfunding but um, would it be similar to that because I, I don't know a lot about it but I've, I've read I was trying just trying to understand like your um, your company's process so you said 70 30 you have three investors and they may not have the money so they um, they come to you and you come with like a, a game game plan on how to maybe create their websites or just help them um, get some type of funding or grants or whatever. How, how's that? How's that working um, exactly? Yeah, so so something like that, right? So there's a lot of different syndications. A really broad term, like syndication, you know, can be used across a lot of different businesses. And inside syndication, there's different types of syndication. So. And there's a lot of there's a lot of legal. So if anyone's thinking about getting into syndication, make sure you understand how it works. There's a lot of legal uh, rules that, that go with with uh, syndication, right? So there's crowdfunding, right? Where you like, see crowds, see where the ads pop up. That's massive level. I mean, it, it is syndication on a massive level where there's no rules. They can advertise anyone they want. 
their syndication like we do, where all the, our investors, we have to have, we have to have what's called, it's referred to as 506B, and we have to have a relationship. So I have to, I have to know the person because I'm going to invest in, in, the, in my deal. Then uh, there's a 506D syndication where you can advertise only to accredited investors. So there's different levels in it. Um, so, so you kind of have to understand which, 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 which way you want to go first before you start diving into it. So you make sure you follow the rules. But that being said, yeah, so I mean, there's, and you can get real creative too in syndication. That, that's what's cool. Yeah. So, you know, say someone were to, say you were to come and say, hey, yeah, I found this awesome deal, but I don't really, you know, know much about managing big apartment buildings. I don't have the investors investing it. Maybe you partner with a few other people that do have those connections and you three form the, you know, the general partnership and then the other guy brings in, you know, some people he knows and all of a sudden now you're, you're forming your own syndication. So that's, that's a common way to do it is kind of among the general partnership group, you usually see people with different skill sets. Um, so one person might be really good at operations and then they kind of handle the operations of the property. The other person might know how to analyze deals. The other person might have a lot of connections with, with lenders and stuff. So. It all it all kind of forms forms a, a good group. That's it's just good to have like a, a diverse general partnership where they each have different strengths. Okay. And um, are there is there like a minimum time period that a person has to or a company has to uh, hold the um, the assets? Is that, do you all, do you all require that or? Yeah. So, so when, once you get a deal, usually usually you put together some sort of a business plan, right? That, that, that's kind of what you go out and, and, and show it to potential investors and, and try to give it so they can come in with you. Um, it varies a lot. Like you know, you you might see deals that are you know a quick turnaround and they're they're kind of get rid of it in two to three years. Um, more commonly, five to ten years is a common hold period. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, that's more commonly what you'll see. Um, sometimes you'll see those quick ones, which right now is is kind of Kind of a little sketchy to me if you see one that's going for three years right now with the time we're in. Um, so five to ten years is, is a more common one. Um, and really a lot of the syndications, a lot their, their business model is, is as well as ours, is a value-add play. So really the goal is to find something that has the potential, whether that be low rents, you know, it's being mismanaged, or uh, there's a lot of vacancies, stuff like that, where you think you can increase value. And then come into it, you know, boost up the value over, over three or four years time period. And then, you know, in year five or six, you go out and then sell it for a higher profit. Because the great thing about these commercial properties is it's all based off of the net operating income, not, not necessarily the appraisal. So that, that's, that's not a great part of what going after these larger deals. If you can operate that deal and you buy it right, you can sell it for a, a big profit hopefully down the line. Okay. And um, so my next question was, and you might have answered a little bit. I know you, you said something about um, if a person struggling or doesn't know quite how to invest in larger deals. My next question was, what's some of the advantages of investing with your company? Yeah, so I mean, so in syndication in general, uh, there's, there's a lot of people that syndicate deals. And I always tell people, if you're going to go out and, and, and invest in a syndication, make sure, make sure you kind of get to know the person trust them. But that being said, um, a common person, a common type of investor that, that will invest in a syndication is someone that wants to get their money into real estate, but they don't want to deal with the management of real estate, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, you're, if you're someone that's like, oh, you know, I, I really want to, I, I love it all to manage my own properties, I'm trying to build my own portfolio and be as long as possible, syndication is a thing for you. Because, I mean, syndic- being a limited partner in syndication, you're going to get monthly updates, you're going to get quarterly financial statements, you know, you're going to be updated and involved in the process as far as updates. Uh, but you have no decision-making power as a, as a limited partner investor. You, you, you can't say anything when it comes to decisions. That's all in the general partnership. So for the person that 
the person that wants, you know, be really involved and do this and that, syndication, investing, you know, investing as a limited partner might not be the way to go. But on the other hand, the person that, you know, has a bit, you know, a successful job or they're busy, but they know they want to get some of their money working in real estate, syndication is great for that person because they can just write the check and then, you know, you know, kind of learn, you, you learn a lot press as well, but you're still involved receiving updates, but you don't necessarily have to take a tenant phone call this decision or that decision, you're just collecting the check and, and waiting waiting for that big payday. So uh, it's really kind of a, a niche for, for the person, the investors it's kind of has to be something that they um, that, that fits their lifestyle. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going through that little issue right now with, uh, you know, with the, the COVID situation and some of my tenants either, uh, you know, they, they feel like, um, you know, they, they don't have to, to pay, even though there's organizations out there that do help uh, people with, oh, yeah. with their rents and lights and things like that. They don't want to seek help. And then, you know, some, uh, you know, the, even though they haven't lost their job and been affected, I know a lot of people have been affected. They don't want to, they feel like they shouldn't have to pay or whatever it is. And then things break and you have to find somebody in the middle of the night with HVAC system or, the flooring and it's—I mean, it is a headache. It is going, you know. I—I I, I fix my own properties, and but I, I do that on top of having a full-time job, and it is—that's a great benefit of uh, you know being able to have someone else have to take the phone calls and the emails and the and the headaches and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, it's a plus. Um, so, so for my uh, my listeners that. Uh, that want to invest that don't have uh, a large lump sum of money, you know, they, um, so they want to be not the main, uh, I guess you, what did you call it? The limit, limited, limited um, partnership, uh, limited partners. Uh, what's the, uh, the minimum amount that they can invest? So, so I mean, that, that varies a lot and depending on which, which syndication, you know, which operator you go with in your investment. Um, a common minimum is most commonly across syndications, 50,000 is the minimum. Um, but there, there's syndication, a lot of syndications that'll have 25,000 as a minimum. It varies. Um, you know, there, there's even some out there that have a quarter of a million as a minimum. So it, it really depends on, on which operator you partner with. And also within that, I mean, if you have a good relationship with someone that's an operator, a lot of times it lets you in for a lower, lower, uh, entry just to kind of get to know how it works, uh, which is an approach we, we kind of take. So, I mean, yeah, it, it varies quite a bit. You just gotta, gotta, gotta have to connect with that syndicator operator. Um, syndicator operators kind of use it interchangeably as well when I'm saying that. Um, but, but yeah, so it, it'll vary quite a bit, but general rule of thumb is, is 50 grand to use your, use your minimum on syndications. Okay. And so I guess, um, since they're, uh, I know the minimum you said is usually 50 grand. Is there average, uh, rate of return that most of the, the, uh, that you usually see or, that they suspected. Yeah, that that'll vary quite a bit as well, depending on you know hold periods, uh, what type of asset people are targeting. You know, there's obviously there's obviously riskier investments that are going to have greater returns, but you know a lot more riskier. There's more safe haven investments that are have lower returns. So it varies quite a bit, but on average, um, you know, on, on, on a, as far as cash on cash basis, you might you might expect eight to ten percent per year. Um, and then uh, on top of that, uh, the only when you sell is kind of when you really get your capital back. Um, that, that, that's the good part about, you know, real estate in general, right, is you're, you, you get that monthly check. And then if you do sell it, that's usually when you make your big pops, when you go and, you know, either, either do a cash out refinance and pull all the equity out or, or sell it. But, yeah, I mean, I'd say 8 to 10% is pretty common. 
um, pretty common uh, rate of return. Okay. And um, so are the the limited uh, investors, are they given, um, like I said, the only thing I know about um, uh, syndications is a little, little about crowdfunding, but are they given a, um, when they do give their 50000 or whatever the amount may be, are they given a percent of uh, stake or stock in that company or that specific asset that like uh, if they come with a certain uh, part, you know, I guess um, if they come with a certain apartment building or whatever, they they only invest in that. They, don't, they can't necessarily invest in a total company. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so so I mean that that varies as well. There's there's funds out there like I know crowd crowd the, the, the crowdfunding has you, you might invest in a fund right where you, you put fifty k in and then that fifty k gets deployed to a, a portfolio of properties that it could be you know one strip mall up in Tennessee and then another property over in Texas and this this industrial building over in New York. There, there's funds like that where they're buying place deals all over the place where you just gotta put your money into everything. Mm-hmm. Or there's deals like this is what we do is we, we target property like specific properties. So you know like if I put 50k in, I'm buying this apartment building over here and this is this is the kind of base and you kinda of know specifically. So there's benefits to both. I mean with with the fund you're kind of more diversified, right? If one property goes to shit, I mean then you got the other one to make up for it. But um you know, so so it kinda of depends, but but yeah, there's there's two different types. The more common one is like per deal basis. So um, you gotta invest and you know like this property, and then you have your equity stake, right? So I mean, if if there's a million dollars in equity that needs to be raised, um, and you put a hundred thousand dollars in, you own ten percent um, of the shares in that in that building, mm-hmm. and everything's bought with LLCs, right, for protection that way. But that's really how it works. Is you're is you're, you're buying shares in, in a property. And um, can you give the, the listeners a example of, uh, say, something that you invested in uh, recently that may, or uh, someone who's come to, come to you for syndication that has been successful? Because uh, usually people will be more willing to invest or to, you know, to look into a company if they know maybe some of the assets that you hold. Yeah, so we, we, we've, done, we've done quite a different, you know, different types of uh Different, different types of deals. Um, really, multifamilies are our main thing, and, and industrial is kind of something we're getting into now too. Um, those are those are our two asset classes that we go into. Um, and I mean, yeah, we we, we, we partner with a lot of different types of investors. Um, and everything, everything right now. I mean, things, things have been going pretty smoothly through, through COVID so far. Um, Oh, hopefully, hopefully it continues. I don't know what, what the next six six months or so have, have in store for us. I mean, obviously there's been an effect, but oh, yeah. um, you, hear, you hear some stories of you know different states that are just getting hammered. Uh, so luckily we've been able to get through it. But yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, it's been it's been good so far, and I've, I've loved uh, being in being in the, the space for sure. Um, what so what are some of the um, two more questions? Um, what are some of the the goals for your company? Um, say you know after with dealing with COVID, hopefully everything COVID, you know, with the, um, the, the vaccines, uh, somewhat being approved or on the process of being approved. Uh, what are some of the goals for the company, uh, from 2021 on, you know, say the next three to five years? Yeah. Continuing to scale up is kind of our goal going after, going after, you know, good deals, um, the right deals and just remaining, remaining conservative on everything we do. 
Um, going after larger deals is one of our goals eventually maybe even look at you know deals in different states and kind of grow on a more national basis um, is, is, is one of our goals in, in, the, in the next couple of years but uh, really right now the big thing is just to buy deals conservatively um, you know I, I, I don't really you know a year or two ago I was setting goals I want to buy this many units this year and that, that means next year right now I'm not really doing that just because I don't want to I want to buy smart deals and there's a whole bunch of deals out there we could go buy, you know, if we wanted to, but I want to buy deals that make sense. So we're staying conservative. I mean, we're, we're, we're still, we've still been buying, buying through COVID, uh, but we're really dialing back on, on the volume we're doing just because we want to remain conservative. But yeah, as far as unit count goals, and I don't necessarily have them right now. I just I want to buy good deals and continue to grow at a, at a, at a pace that makes sense for, for us and our investors. Um, how can, uh, so my listeners want to contact you how, or contact your company. Uh, how can you be reached? Yeah, so we have, we have a website um, at www.smartassetcapital.com. Mm-hmm. And on that website, I have, I have a whole bunch of uh, like free ebooks and different things people can learn about, you know, what syndication is. I have, I have articles on that talk about what syndication is. I have ebooks on that talk about uh, how to sign and analyze multifamily deals. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff on there. I have, uh, I have a program on there for two for learning how to underwrite deals and, uh, an analyzer piece that goes with it. Um, on top of that, I can, I can, uh, I post quite a, stay pretty active on uh, Instagram. If you want to follow me there, it's just Brock Mogensen. Um, I try to post as much real estate educational content I can there. Um, and also through, through the website as well, you can click right on there. My email's on there. Email's, uh, Brock at smartassetcapital if anyone wants to reach out. Okay. All right. Well, I want to thank you for your time, and hopefully, uh, you know, I'll be able to myself do uh, business with you, and uh, hopefully, I can bring you know my listeners, uh, a few uh, from around the, the globe, to be able to invest in your company, also. Um, so, um, you know, you have anything else you want to want to add? Anything that I might have missed? Oh yeah, that, 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 just an awesome sharing, sharing that kind of, I'm always happy to talk to people and kind of inform them of the. But this other route people can take in real estate. Um, I, I think I, I think it's it's obviously it's, it's a publicized way to do it, but um, a lot of people don't kind of know that this is an option that they can take in real estate. So it was great, uh, great chat with you, Will. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's so many. Um, you know, I tried to mention a lot of different avenues to go um, that that I've tried um, with you know with my uh, real estate assets, but uh, like I say, it's, it's so many and. Like I say, so many ways I've I've read. Um, I listen to podcasts. I listen to some more famous uh, people on uh, on like YouTube and stuff like that, just for motivation and some of that insight. There's so many different strategies out there that I know of and that that I heard heard of and haven't yet even you know tried tried to use to take advantage of it. I mean, like I say, it's it's uh, it's tough trying to scale up. Then uh, you know, with, with myself, I mean, doing something like this syndication. Where you you know you can come in with uh, with partners or come in and, and you can invest uh, some of your money but not necessarily your time is is great. Um, but yeah, I want to I want to thank you and uh, hopefully you know we can do a part two of this later on and we both have grown and maybe done some some business uh, with one another in the future. Absolutely, yeah, I'm always open to ideas. All right, thank you. <laughs>